Hi, welcome to Rory 37. Today is the possibility of me finally hitting that big break that I've been looking for. Now, obviously, if you've listened to my podcast for quite a while and you understand where my goal is to become um, more independent of what I do, I want to build a brand around myself and the services that I offer. Now, today I'm doing my first live on Facebook in a group that I belong to that has a very broad audience that even if I do make mistakes, I think they'll be very understanding. Like I said, I don't do anything that's rehearsed. I don't make notes of things because my thing is, whatever naturally comes out of me, I feel is what I probably have to say. And if you're reading from a script, sometimes your audience can definitely tell that it's not, you're not being very authentic in the way that you're putting out your message, which is something that I don't want to do. Now, I've, I've learned that recently that I need to rebrand myself of sorts. I can't continue to be that person on social media who occasionally posts things about herself and then just shuts herself down. I need to be, I need to create a presence on there. Now, not an annoying presence, but a presence nonetheless. In order to put your product out there and services that you offer to a broader audience, you have to put yourself out there. And it's something that I haven't been doing Obviously, if you are a personal friend of mine, you know I'm very private on certain parts of my social media. Like, my Facebook is private, and that's because that, that is a more of a representation of what truly goes on in my personal life than my Instagram. My Instagram is public to a point where I can filter out people. Facebook, either you're going to become my friend or you're not. I mean, the, the client button is there. If I don't know you, you have no picture, you don't need to know me. And that's been happening a lot lately. Just because a person clicks like on a photo doesn't mean you're my friend. That, to me, is the boundary that you have to put between you and the people that you are looking for as an audience. I have to learn to filter out the good and the bad. Okay? Getting back to my original point. Building my brand. So, being more of a presence and understanding that this is where I need to go. The avenue. Even changing the distributor of my podcast at some point in the near future because I need to reach a broader audience. Now, I do have streaming services to different forms of vendors, Google, Apple, here on Anchor, um, Spotify. Um, There's a whole bunch of other ones that I'm on that, great, but I don't feel as though the footwork that I need to do in order to be heard more, to have more plays, to have a retained audience is available to me right now. Obviously, you have to make an investment in yourself, as I said last episode, in order to get the payoff. So I finally figured out the steps that I need to take in order to get myself to a point where I'm actually seeing revenue. Now, that's not completely the reason why I do the things that I do. No, it's not all for revenue, but in order to run a business, you have to have some kind of income coming in. You can't just do it on your good looks. I'm cute, but I'm not that cute. Um, so I've talked to s- several different people within the social media group and social media community that are willing to help me to use some of the resources that I need to do like auditing my Facebook or auditing my Instagram to get to a better point. What is the point behind my pictures, my hashtags, all those things? 
apparently I'm not using them right, which I kind of figured with the hashtags because again, I'm not really, sometimes in pictures, I don't really use anything at all. My thing is you're clicking on something for like, uh, like one of my TikTok videos. Okay, that's cool. But I mean, I never understood the whole spacing thing and that being important until today. That's so important. I guess it's how people perceive and view your message, which makes a lot of sense because I was putting them like back to back to back and I was wondering why there was like never any engagement on anything. And when I did get engaged, when there was engagement on my post, I didn't always comment back to everybody, especially if I didn't know the person, I probably should have. Like I would comment back to people I knew, but every person is your audience. It's not just the people that you know. It's when people put out videos on Instagram, your Instagram stories. When people put out videos for that, you're looking for a certain person or people, group of people that you want to reach, that you want to view that. So when you look on your, your, your Facebook or your Instagram stories and you see how many views you have, you know how many people are actually checking that out. The logistics behind that there, there's a dual purpose. Number one, you're going to know your demographic. And number two, you're going to know if they're actually paying attention to anything you're saying. It's not just a scroll, 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 all the way down, all the way up, all the way down, all the way up. You want a bigger message behind that. So my thing is I don't always talk live. I talk here. I need to work on talking live. I think... The whole thing with me talking live and me being scared is that I think that if I make a mistake, that you're not going to see me the same way. And obviously, even at work, when people talk to me and they stutter or they say something and it just doesn't make any sense, I still, you know, I understand for the most part what they're talking about. And I feel like you would too. It would show that I'm human. And I am human obviously and i want to show that aspect to people but i'm not sure of how, how much of an audience i would get how would people feel about me talking live but i have a lot to say that i would say on camera as much as i do here but i feel like i would probably talk a lot more and i obviously need to do that before i start recording myself in order to have that practice in front of people and see how they react me doing yoga, streaming to a private audience, and me talking to a public audience of, I think I have 767 friends on Facebook, and I don't even know if that counts active accounts. I mean, we'll, we'll say like 740 for friends. And that, to me, is a broad audience, because I have many different people, many different demographics. I think my youngest friend is about between 21 and 22 because of me working where I work obviously I've drunk friends people that you know have been my co-workers to the oldest being about I think the oldest was about 70 something or or 80 but she passed away and that was a family member um, so I have different people that would listen to me or not and I think that that would definitely help me to understand what people want, what people need from me as a person, as somebody 
with the knowledge I have. So as I talked about in past podcasts, I I am continuing my education as a yoga teacher. The class that I took, she is going to expand upon with an additional 300 hours. So once the 300 hour one comes out, I'm going to enroll in that as well, as well as continuing my education in the Ayurvedic aspect of that. My main goal eventually is to be an Ayurvedic practitioner. And that's somebody who gives holistic information as much as medical information or works in conjunction with like your doctor. So that is very expensive and that's a lot of school. That's like five years plus of school. And when you're approaching on 40, it's going to be quite a while for me. But that's something that I want to do and that's something I believe in. So, of course, I'm going to put that on the front burner along with all the other stuff that I want to do and want to accomplish in such a short period of time. So, let me go into that a little bit further so that you have like a little bit of an understanding about how I am using this to create who I am. So Ayurvedic, obviously that's a different form of way of eating. It's a different type of discipline and it's an understanding of how your body works. So in incorporation with yoga, that works a lot because it helps to know your body type and how you're going to do like say a diet for it. You can take little things from what a, a person who does Ayurveda, Ayurvedic practicing and you can incorporate those little things into your diet or you can incorporate it into your life, but you don't have to follow it truly. I mean, little steps to get to bigger steps, obviously, right? Yes, little steps to get to bigger steps. So you do that and I feel like a little bit of you once you see a result you'll probably feel a little bit better it's not one of those things where it's like you take a drink or you uh take a pill or you wear a waist trainer or you know you you do the push-up challenge those all work too to a point but with that lifestyle you don't want to do a get you don't want to do a get skinny quick because it's going to be like a descent into like madness where you cannot keep up with your body. Like with me, I follow a little bit of the Ayurvedic. I don't follow it to a T, but I follow it enough that it it has little aspects of my life and it helps me to keep down the inflammation in my body number 1, which is always been a big thing for me. Inflammation in your body never a good thing. Number 2, I feel mentally sharp now. A lot more mentally sharp and that's something that I was lacking for quite a while the more water you put into your body the more healthy things you put into your body like turmeric like I said that's a natural fat burner you don't have to use a pill that has you know all kinds of stuff that you can't pronounce although again there are healthy forms of medication that does help you lose weight and for those people who can handle that that is the appropriate way you should go absolutely but for those who are looking for the crash diet situation please don't do that to yourself you you may not be perfect in your eyes but your loved one's not going to want to lose you over something that you could have taken small minuscule steps do not and i say do not 
force your body to feel a certain type of way. That is the unhealthy way of going about things. And again, I want you here for a long time. You want to fulfill your life. You want to do that. But the information that the practitioner would give in, in conjunction with that is offering certain things. Now, I don't believe in all of the things that they do. Like there's some kind of blood situation that they were talking about that I'm not about that life. I, I feel like um, that's one of the things that I probably could leave out of my own personal practice. But I'm going to educate myself on the way of doing things in a more natural way. You know, like essential oils, stuff like that. I mean, those are things that I practice myself now that I feel like people could definitely, um, you could gain something from that. But again, educate yourself in your own way before you take on that lifestyle. I'm not pushing it. I don't think that it's like the number one thing you could do. I think just being healthy, eating food that's good for you, I mean, keto to a point again that's something that i've done myself it helped me lose 100 pounds but i also did things like i worked out i did all the other important things that i needed to do to maintain that weight loss the weight lifting i did a lot of that i went to the gym five times a week and that wasn't something that i was taking i was taking lately I knew what I wanted to do. I've always wanted to be, like I said, I've always been a self-made person. If you want to put out a product to a person or people, you better be the exact product of that yourself. So when I lost weight, um, over time, it was a whole maintaining thing. So and then the last, I would say, five months, I started IF, intermittent fasting, which is there are different forms of intermittent fasting, including like you could do eight hours, I mean, you could do 12, 16, 24, a couple of days. If you have that, that sustainability in you, good. Hey, I mean, I applaud you. I, I'm, I'm still working on the 12 to 16. Or you could do 18-6, which is obviously 18 hours off, six hours on. And you, and you set a timer on your phone so you know when your last meal is going to be. So I've done that and I've been pretty successful. It's helped me lose the additional weight that I needed to. And the rest I continue to do with diet, exercise, and I, I run and I still weight lift. And now I do Chloe Ting's workout on YouTube, which is not a game, not a joke. Helps you get to that point where, yeah. <laughs> but to be able to and take the pictures with confidence, the selfies that I take, to brand myself and to also just be me, I would have to have the confidence behind me. And without that weight loss, I definitely don't think that I would have been able to do the things that I need to do to come across as the person that I am. Because trust me, those smiles, the makeup, that's not something I would have done a year or two ago. That was Tory in progress. Tory in progress. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that is something that I can't, I can't, I can't put an, an expiration date on that or even a, a beginning date. It's just the knowing that you wanted to make that step to change your life 
to change your outlook on life. And to me, that was even when I was tired, 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 and didn't want to go to the gym, didn't want to go around again when I was walking with friends or walking by myself, not wanting to do push-ups, not wanting to drink water, I still had to do that for myself because you know what? You are you are your brand. You are the person that you are creating. You are very important to the goal that I think that you are trying to accomplish. And it's very hard out here. Very hard as a business owner. The investments that I've had to make already, like I said, the computer was very expensive. But it was well worth it because I obviously needed a new one and one with a decent camera. Obviously, the business cards, that's probably going to be the cheapest investment that I make in my business. I have a a logo that I want to use for both my my yoga holistic way and um, for my podcast. It's completely different right now. But I feel like at some point, I'll probably incorporate that as well into like the whole total package of Tory 37. So I feel that, like I said, today is going to be either a peak or a valley in what I need to accomplish. So I can take it with the utmost confidence that I'm going to do well. And even if I don't do super duper well, I'm okay with that. I had an audience. I was able to speak to somebody and they could ask all the questions in the world that they wanted to. And that's so cool because that's all I wanted. I want an audience to listen to what I have to say, to hear what I have to say, to take something away from what I'm saying. That's so important, so important right now in the country that's trying to rebuild itself. And for people who are already out of work, who are trying to create a bigger persona of who they are, a little bit of what I'm doing is gonna go a really long way for somebody. Take care.